Come one, come all. The show is about to start. You're listening to Performance Tips, a podcast for creative souls where insightful conversations about the culture and arts community await. I am Pusa, a certified artista ng bayan and a fourth-year BACA student in UPLB. And I'm your resident, Chikadora. Here in this podcast, we always have fun dialogues with fellow artists and cultural managers about their careers, the industries they work in, and the interesting process that brings us quality performance. And speaking of performance, you guys may have heard of Ang Huling El Bimbo, the musical Making Waves in the Theater Industry. It's really nice to see how theater arts is finally getting the acknowledgement that it truly deserves, right? People may not know it, pero sobrang hirap kasi talaga makapag-organize ng isang theater production. It requires a lot of time, manpower, and resources to even launch one. So just imagine how much more difficult it is during the onslaught of the pandemic. <sighs> Take a seat and make yourself comfortable, folks. Because in today's episode of Performance Tapes, we are in for a terrific treat. As we will be diving into the complex and artistic world of a certain theater organization that thrived despite the height of the pandemic. Joining us today are members of the well-respected theater organization from the town of Los Baños in Laguna. Founded in 1977, Umalhocan Incorporated, formerly known as Teatro Umalhocan, has been known to utilize the diverse aspects of art and media in portraying social issues and educating the people, especially the Filipino youth, through performances. Known for their annual theater production of the highly acclaimed Iskot Iska and the recent successful premiere of Nawawala Play Festival, let us all welcome Kelly, former Vice Chairperson and Production Manager, and Kyle, former Chairperson of Umalohakan Incorporated. Ayan! Hello, Kelly and Kyle! I'm so glad you made time for us despite your busy schedules during the finals. Grabe! But, Kamusta naman kayong dalawa? Ah, uh, since nabanggit mo nga na finals, it's... Woo! Grabe walang pahinga. So much. Uh, every day may deadline, every day may kailangan gawin. The burnout is real. So, ayun. Ayun sa akin. Pero, kaya naman. Basta para sa oval. And, of course, for you guys. Hehe. <laughs> okay naman. <laughs> Ayo, oh, kakapagod nga talaga. Lalo na pag puro ACADS. Kasi... Uh, medyo tuloy-tuloy yung sa umal, nagsunod-sunod ng mga productions, tapos ngayon na bumalik sa ACADS, actually mas nakakamiss yung productions. Mas nakakaumay mag-ACADS ngayon. Pero kaya naman, kinakaya. Kelly and Kyle, it's good to hear na kinakaya pa naman natin, ano? And I believe mahalaga talagang magkamustahan muna tayo so we know what's going on and how everybody is doing. And since students ang bumubuo sa organisasyon ninyo, How are things going for Umalohoka naman at this time of the semester? Ah, eh, ngayon, actually, yun nga, na-mention ko kanina na nagsunod-sunod talaga yung productions. Yung, actually, last, last month, I think. Mm-hmm. Last month ay dalawang, dalawa or tatlong productions na performance magkakasunod. Yes. Tapos ngayon, medyo nagpapahinga ng konti. Pero hindi pa rin siya actually pahinga dahil in preparation siya for Scott Iska naman sa Ooh. next year. Yeah. 
performances. Ayun, pero may mga minor performances. Yung mga minor, uh, sabi natin mob performances, mga invitations, mas doon kami nakatuon ngayon. Oh, I see. At nabalitaan ko nga na very warm and positive ang naging reception ng UPLB community sa inyong recent play festival na nawawala. So congratulations, Kylan Kelly! But aside from that, ano pa ba yung mga naging projects nyo before? Before nawawala talaga, since second sem in station nawawala, ang first sem I dedicated for Iskot Iska talaga. So ayun, recently nag-stage din kami ng Iskot Iska 2022 sa DL Umali. So ayun, um, it's, it feels good to be back to the stage talaga wherein doon kasi talaga yung essence ng theater. Live performance siya. So, ayun, nung nakita namin yung momentum from the first sem, na ayun, bumalik talaga sa DL, tapos wala kami nanood. So, ayun, gusto namin i-continue yung momentum. So, nagnawawala kami for second sem. True that Umalahokan has a rich history of artistic practices and reputable performances, which we will be honored to hear more about from Kelly and Kyle themselves. And speaking of rich history, the theater industry in the Philippines has also come a long way before they achieved the various theater forms that we enjoy today. From the influences of our colonizers to obtaining our very own theater style, Masasabi talaga natin, it greatly embodies the national identity that we aspire for. Sobrang unlad at progresibo ng larangan ng teatro sa Pilipinas. Kaya nga di may pagkakaila na hindi kailanman naging hadlang ang laki ng organisasyon at dami ng miyembro nito sa pagbibigay buhay sa mga gawa ng ating mga playwrights. Just like Umalohokan, that is highly acclaimed for depicting social issues and heightening awareness in a creative manner. What was Umalohokan before the pandemic? Kung before the pandemic, around 2019, no? Doon din lang kami mismong pumasok sa Umal. Batch 19 kami pareho. And sa pagpasok namin, kita namin na thriving talaga ang Umal. And uh, theater in general. Kasi patuloy pa rin yung practices ng live performances. Nung pagpasok namin, nakapag-secure kami sa DL for three days. Nakapag-perform agad mm-hmm. kami. And uh, plano noon na dire-direct yung performances. Kaso yun nga, bigla nagka-pandemic, so yung pagta-thrive na yun, medyo naudlot. Pero, ayun, in general, Umalohokan was thriving. Sa buong Southern Tagalog, kinikilala siya. Kinikilala ang Iskot Iska bilang isa sa pinakamalaking production na inihahain ng mga estudyante. Uh, basically, ng masa. Ito ang ano, dulaan na mula sa masa para sa masa. What were the challenges you experienced before? Ooh, kung challenges sa challenges... Uh, I think hindi naman siya particular sa umal. I think every org at that time experienced this. Pero yung K-12, naging malaking uh, impact talaga siya sa umal dahil nawalan yung members. Usually kasi nag, uh, nag-aabang ng freshies para ayun, sila yung malulubog sa teatro, malulubog sa umal, tapos sila ang papasok, sila yung magiging active. Pero for two years, nawalan tayo ng mga freshmen. So, ang nangyari... Medyo umunti yung members ng umal at that time. Pero still, napupush at napupush pa rin siya. Actually, yung Iskot Iska 2019, imagine limang tao lang sa umal ang nagsimula nun. Sila yung nag-spearhead. Isang malaking production ito. Well, at the end naman, maraming tao ang gumanap sa mga roles. Pero still, limang tao ang nagsimula sa umal. Ganun, ganun nag-struggle sa membership ang org noon. 
Kelly, how did members usually join Umaluhokan? And what do you think motivated them? Ayun, so nabanggit nga ni Kyle kanina na kapag iskat-iska kasi we're looking forward uh, to meet freshies tapos sila yung magiging actors for iskat-iska. So, ang mangyayari since nag-start na sila sa iskat-iska they have known us through iskat-iska tsaka kami magkakaroon ng orientation for umay. So, uh, parang for the, sa last play date um, bibigyan namin siya ng invitation tapos, ayun, um, madalas kasi yung motivations nila sa pagsali is they want to continue the community or the friends, the group, the family they have uh, met nung iskot iska. So, uh, to be honest, if yun yung ipo-point out ko nga, hindi naging mahirap sa amin na maghanap ng uh, mga bagong papasok kasi ayun, through iskot iska, sinasabi nila sa amin pa ulit-ulit na they have found their community, they have found their family. So, they want to pursue that and the advocacy sa nang iskat iska so ayun nagjoin sila sa amin through those Could you please tell us more about your regular semestral and annual programs shows events or workshops that members and people look forward to Ayun so for the first sem talagang naka-dedicate yon for iskat iska so umaloko ka na nag nag-spearhead noon together with alliances such as uh, UPLB Writers Club, mm-hmm. nandun ang Sakbayan. Yes. And usually, na, nasama din ng USC sa Iskutiska. Ayun. So, yun talaga yung main big, big, big event for Umal. So, an annual yun. So, uh, lagit-lagi kami nagpe-prepare for that. And then, after noon, magkakaroon kami ng orientation for new members na gustong pumasok. Dati, ano lang siya, uh, naka focus lang siya sa mga uh, sa mga Scott Iska actors and the staff pero ngayon we have decided to open it to those na nagdiri na nawawala and also to the public actually first time first para first time natin mag-open for the public ng orientation so that's a big step for umuwi ngayon and then uh for second sem then of course yung nawawala annual din siya and this is solely from umal uh umal lahat yung staff pati yung uh yung actors so Nawawala is from us talaga. Uh, sige. Uh, pero to recall lang, yung naging uh, issue with membership, affected din talaga yung nawawala. Kasi nag-start siya noong 2014. Mm-hmm. Walang naging katuloy yun for 2015, 16, 17, 18. Ngayon na lang ulit. Mm-hmm. Uh, ngayon na lang ulit bumalik ang nawawala kasi nagkakaroon nga dati ng problem sa membership. And now na na-resolve na yun, may nabuti na ibalik talaga ang nawawala. For our internal events naman, uh, meron kasi kaming sangay sa loob ng organisasyon. Apart from committees, meron kaming limang sangay which, is, which are teatro, uh, pluma for writing, uh, pintados for painting and graphic design, himig for song composition, and ayun, sa aspect ng singing, and also yung indayog and for dancing and stylized movement. So, nung pre-pandemic, ginagamit din to, ginagamit din namin itong avenue in order to ayun, to hone the creative skills of our members and um, ayun, para hindi naman naka-stuck lang sa parang isang creative form yung pwede nilang gawin throughout the org. Would you say confidently that your goals as a cultural organization were achieved through such events? Yes. Actually, yes. I, I... Kung ano yung kaya ng umal noon, nagagawa nila effectively. Uh, it's not to say that they, they did anything wrong or bad, but let's just say na 
ayun, to the best of the abilities ng org at that time, nagagawa nila yon. Pero comparing it to what it is now, siguro matatakil natin yun later, pero let's just say, yes, na-achieve nila yung goal, pero I believe mas na-achieve nila yung goals nila ngayon. Thank you sa pagbabahagi nito sa amin, Kelly and Kyle. Tunay ngang mapagpaunlad at mapagpalaya ang sining, lalo na ang pagtatanghal. Kaya nga hindi namin maiwasang isipin kung ano nga ba ang kalagayan ng teatro noong panahon na tayo mismo mga Pilipino ay hindi malaya. Noong nakulong tayo sa ating mga tahanan dahil sa pandemya. Alam naman nating maraming establishments ang pansamantalang ipinasara at kasama na dito ang mga universities, auditoriums at marami pang uri ng tanghalan. Kahit ganito, nagpatuloy pa rin ang umalahokan incorporated sa pagbibigay ng dekalidad na produksyon mula sa masa para sa masa. How do you think the pandemic affected umalahokan incorporated and the theater industry as a whole? Nako, gra- grabe yung epekto talaga ng ano, uh, pandemic. As in for a while, hindi lang umal, as in buong theater industry. Halos na wala talaga siya sa start ng pandemic kasi hindi alam ng mga tao ang gagawin. Para mga manok na naputulan ng ulo na wala hindi talaga alam ang gagawin. Pero na, na ano naman siya, na-revive siya through the transitioning of practices. Actually mas nag-adapt ng medyo film type practices ang ginagawa ng Umal noon and I think and no, no I can say na ganun din yung ginawa ng other theater groups, theater industry mismo. As in ginagawa na natin siyang ano Uh, videotape performances tapos pumapasok na yung editing and all na noon, hindi naman ginagawa. So I think yun yung pinakamalaking uh, challenge sa pag-transition. Yung hindi natin ginagawa noon, kailangan natin gawin ngayon. So you're going to have to study all these these things tulad ng pagpapalaki ng network sa social media, pag-e-edit, pag-mimix uh, ng audio and everything. Kailangan mong aralin lahat yon para effectively makapag-transition. So yung bigat na nadala ng uh, pagta-transition na yon ay dahil sa pandemic. That's the biggest effect of the pandemic sa umal at saka sa theater industry as a whole. Did the organization experience any drastic change during the pandemic? Yes, very much so. So apart dun sa na-mention ni Kyle kanina, yun ay yung drastic changes outside the org. So syempre inside madami din talaga. Una ay yung... Siyempre, pag uh, transition din ng processes, nung kung paano kami gumaod sa online space, yung paggamit, siyempre, ng G-Drive and how to um, navigate the space para hindi namin maiwan yung isa't isa sa dilim. So, uh, any, any, ano ba ba? Meron pa yung uh, isang time na, siyempre, pandemic, mag- magkakahiwalay. So, people were doing their own thing. People... Uh, parang hinahayan lang namin din muna yung tao na makompose yung sarili kasi nga very anxiety-inducing ang pandemic. So, with that, hindi naman sa sinasabi namin maganda na nagkaroon ng pandemic pero it came to a point na we had time. Nagkaroon tuloy kami ng time to reflect. To reflect our structure, to reflect on what we could do more for our members and for, ayun, yung structure namin sa loob on how can we manage our people better how how can we uh, continue to connect with people uh, with our members dun sa loob ng org so ayun yung naging changes and with that ang daming nangyari na um siguro yung sa processes ng 
ah uh, yun yung orientation tapos yung tawag dito may isa pa yung ayun yung sa consti nagkaroon kami ng time na mag-amend ng consti so ayun mga ganung classing changes Kyle has the societal climate influenced the themes of your place during the pandemic Oo malaki yung influence niya uh, kahit in any situation, eh, pandemic man or wala, laging nakabasay, nakabatay, nakabatay sa societal climate kung ano yung pinapalabas ng umal. Bilang ito nga ay doon mula sa masa para sa masa, kung ano yung struggles ng masa at that time, doon kami kumukuha ng mga pwedeng isulat, pwedeng i-perform, kumbaga we're just amplifying what is happening around us. So paano nga ba nito naapektuhan uh, ang place namin during the pandemic? Artistically speaking, ang mga place namin ay naging tungkol sa pagkakakulong at sa pagpiglas mo na sa pagkakakulong na yun. Kasi generally, lahat ng tao, kahit part ka ng umal or just the audience na nagko-consume dito or kung hindi mo man kilala ang umal, everyone felt like they were in prison during the quarantine period. Doon nang gagaling ngayon, yung hinanakit na yon yung struggle na yon yun yung struggle ng masa. Doon nang gagaling ang mga place at mga tema na ginagamit ng umal. Pero bilang tayo isang mass org, may mga panawagan tayo, marami tayong advocacies, ang isa sa pinakamalaking panawagan na, ng mga tema ng play noon ay ang pagpiglas or pagkawala dun sa pagkakakulong na yun. Actually, even after, well, I, I can't really say na after the pandemic na tayo ngayon, pero let's say nung pagkabalik natin dito, kitang-kita mo pa rin yung influence ng, ang, ano, ng quarantine sa mga plays. Dun sa nawawala, 2023, tong huli namin production, yung first play unit namin doon is called Quarantine 5. So it's about a group of friends during the pandemic. So doon pa rin naikot. Kumbaga hindi pa rin tapos ang hinanakit ng mga tao sa pandemic kahit na nakabalik na tayo. Kasi let's face it, it's still not the normal uh, setting. Hindi, wala pa rin tayo sa normal. May COVID pa rin. So nandun pa rin yung hinanakit at challenges natin. Kelly, what were Umalohokan's main priorities during this period and what had to be moved down the ladder of priorities? Echoing ulit sa sinabi ni Kyle, yun nga, main priorities talaga is how can we integrate theater into the online space, so which is film. So, kinailangan namin mag-adjust, in-equip namin yung members to, yun, to adjust and para makapaglabas pa rin kami, syempre, ng advocacy namin through artistic means. Ayan, so... Um, main priorities then during this period is how can we help the people cope with pandemic. So, dito na-introduce, hindi naman na-introduce, pero dito mas napaiting sa organization yung safe spaces and yung how can we help our members uh, go through this challenge together kahit hindi physically magkakasama. So, with that, what had to be moved down from the ladder of priorities, unfortunately, is... Siguro internally, uh, in, sa internals ng org, yung uh, espasyo para magkaroon ng CSC. Kasi we all know naman na uh, hindi madali na mag-CSC ka pa magkakalayo. Tapos at the same time, wala sa tamang headspace yung mga tao. So, yun yung una. And pangalawa pa ay, ikaw mula tayo na gusto ko nang idagdag. Uh, siguro gusto kong i-add, indirectly, nababasa ladder of priorities yung artistics ng umal. It's not to discredit yung mga ginawa ng umal during pandemic, pero iba pa rin ang teatro na live performances. Iba yun sa inadapt natin sa film. So, 
as much as we work on video editing, we work on how to act ng may camera na ganun, hindi siya mismong uh, aimed towards uh, increasing the artistics of umali. Mm-hmm. Makikita pa lang natin yung pag-increase ng artistics na yun pag naia-apply na natin siya pagbalik. Doon kunyari dito nga sinawawala. Kung uh, nakita ba natin mas gumaling umarte, mas magaling mag-perform ang umal dahil sa mga experiences nila sa pandemic. Ayun, doon pa lang yun makikita. What were the specific steps you took to ensure that your work reached the intended audience or community during this time? Kung yung dati, nang, nung F2F tayo, ang kailangan talaga is mag invite ka sa mga communities, magsesell ka ng tickets, or ayun, magpapa-incentives ka, ganun, para ma-make sure na may manonood ng live performances mo. During the pandemic, our plays were free. Pinopost lang talaga siya sa YouTube, sa YouTube or sa Facebook. Now it's just a matter of getting a following for our social media web, uh, social media uh, accounts. So ang ginawa talaga namin, focus talaga kami sa parang mala-networking nga actually. As in, re-require namin yung members na mag-invite talaga ng mga friends nila, may specific number, and ideally makakapag-follow sila para ma-make sure na, ayun, mapapanood nila yung content. And other than that, yung partnerships, yung mga memorandum of agreement, naka-include ngayon doon, kunyari 10 likes, 10 shares, ganun. So more on uh, making sure na yung reach ng bawat post namin ay nakakaabot sa pinakamaraming taong kaya niyang abutin. Umikot talaga sa social media ang mundo ng teatro noon. Despite these trying times, what were you able to achieve as a cultural organization? Uh, sa mga na-mention ko kanina, na-achieve naman namin yun interna- sa internals ng org. Bale, yung reconstruction ng uh, sabi nating sistema ng organization sa loob kung paano kami pamilas. Yan, constant amendment. Yung... Uh, orientation ng BB Batch, uh, how, paano sila maging ganap na miyembro, and all that stuff, and also, ayun nga, yung, yung pagpapahalaga namin sa well-being ng bawat isa through safe spaces, workshops, and all those uh, things. And, ayun, so for the externals. Uh, echoing back nga sa sinabi niya na nakapag-focus kami sa internals, para talaga nag-rebuild ng core ang umahal during this time, So, ika nga the input reflects the output. Nung naging maayos yung internals namin, naging okay din ang umal sa mga performances, sa mga panlabas na mga ginagawa. For one, yung alliances namin dumami. Naging madami yung invitations. Nakapag-add kami ng, I think, four, five during the pandemic. Lumaki talaga yung network ng umal. And nagkaroon pa ng talks about starting a network for community theaters. Na ngayon, we work on pa din siya slowly but steadily. So, Kumbaga, lumaki na ngayon ang picture for Umal. Hindi na yun tungkol lang sa sarili kung paano makakapag-perform ang, ang organisasyon. Lumaki na siya na paano ba natin may magagawa ang part natin sa pag-angat ng teatro or community theaters sa buong Pilipinas. So yun, lumaki at lumawak. Yeah, and to add lang din, isa siguro achievement is we were able to submit short film Di ba nakapag-submit tayo para mga short film sa, ano yung kinakubi before? Yung, so, competitions. Oo, uh, competitions. Yung boom gising yung title. And, ayun, luckily, nanalo. Naka, um, nakapagbigay ng cash prize, nanalo kami. So, ayun, yung mga ganong maliliit na bagay na achievements na we were able to survive. Actually, not just survive, but to adjust and adapt to the situation. So, Ayun, very happy for Umal. 
kahit pandemic, we were able to do stuff, not just for the org, but also for the masses, of course. Even the pandemic can't stop Umalahokan Incorporated from producing progressive art in the confines of their home. Indeed, health protocols and personal circumstances have been additional obstacles for you guys to overcome. Yet, it also opened opportunities for you to test the limits of your creativity. And that's amazing! Best believe that Umalahokan is still standing firm despite the COVID-19 situation and depressing societal climate. How has Umalahokan transitioned from operating purely online to organizing face-to-face activities? Ito yung gusto kong tawagin na ano, re-transitioning. Iba kasi yung return lang eh, yung pagbalik lang. Ito ay more on panunumbalik talaga. Kasi hindi siya basta hahanapin mo kung ano yung ginagawa ng umal noong 2019, noong pre-pandemic, tapos gagawin ulit ngayon. Hindi. It's a mixture of, uh, of best practices. Yung mga magagandang ginagawa ng umal pre-pandemic at magandang ginagawa ng umal noong pandemic, pinapagsama siya to create what we do now. So, that's uh, yun, ibabalik ko lang sinabi ko na yes, na-achieve yung goals dati, pero I believe mas na-achieve ng uh, umal ang goals nito ngayon. Kasi yun nga, nagkaroon na ng sharing of best practices eh. Ito ngayon ay eh, pagtutulong na ng mga matatandang nasa umal, yung mga naka-experience ng pre-pandemic, at yung mga bagong umal na pumasok nung pandemya. Nagtulungan na sila, naging collaboration siya. At ngayon, mas nagkaintindihan ngayon ang members ng org, naging mas buo. Naging mas confident ngayon ng umal sa kung anong ginagawa niya kasi nagkakatulungan na. So that's how we went back from online to face-to-face. Does returning to Los Baños influence your organization's operation in any way? Yes, nagkaroon din siya ng effect. Uh, echoing to what Kaya said, yung collaboration. So nung pagbalik sa Los Baños, dito namin siya na-apply. Na-apply yung sinasabing kag uh, kagandahang ginawa noon at kagandahang ginawa ng pandemic, dito namin siya nagawa. And dagdag din kasi dito ay ano eh, para siyang quote-unquote answered prayer for umal kasi we have been longing so much nga na bumalik. So lahat naman kami nagkaroon ng isang hangarin na bumalik. So nag-serve din yun as drive para okay, pagandahin natin to ulit. Lalo nandito na tayo ulit eh. So yun yung naging effect. Ano, nung pagbalik talaga sa Los Baños, it was really a good start for umal ulit na bumalik sa tanghalan. Mm-hmm. Is there anything different from the struggles you experienced pre-pandemic compared to your situation now? Very similar sila actually. Yung mga problems noon tungkol sa pagsisecure ng venue. Kasi actually, yes. uh, for example, ayun yung DL, yung NCAS. Kahit na students tayo dito, medyo may, may bayad pa rin talaga siya, medyo pricey siya. So kung gusto mo lang magtanghal, malaking sacrifices, marami kang kailangan pagdaanan para dito. It's still the same struggle. Pero I would like to add na it's a bit greater. <laughs> yung struggles na yun, mas lumala siya pagbalik natin dito sa Los Baños. Na gusto ka rin talaga erase yun, malaking struggle yung paghahanap ng rehearsal space. Mm-hmm. Para sa mga ano uh, theater productions, even theater classes, may... Majors tayo dito ng theater pero walang mismo allotted sa kanila na spaces. Yes. And malaking struggle siya. Kailangan mo mag-rehearse uh, almost every day kung kakailanganin na. Tapos kung wala pa kayong space, 
saan? Anong gagawin natin ngayon? Mm-hmm. Hindi uusad ang teatro kung walang resources, walang space na binibigay dito. Pero just to say na sa umal specific, it's similar but it's greater. Pero the thing is, nagba, uh, lumalaman yung mga problema, mas naging okay naman, mas naging confident naman ng umal para harapin ngayon ang lahat ng ito. It's not the struggles that changed, umal yung nag-change. Do you think the pandemic contributed anything to what the Umalhokan is now? Yes, so much again. <laughs> so sa, sa internals ulit ng org, ayun nga, uh, echoing din ulit sa sinabi mo kanina, we are now looking, ano, parang, we are looking out for each other more. Like, every time na may ganap kami, every time na may prod, ganyan, ramdam na ramdam sa organisasyon yung pakikipag-isa, yung pakikipagkapapakikipag-isa sa pakikidamayan, ganyan, sa lahat ng mga nangyayari sa loob ng org. And also, kahit mga personal matters, we were able to build a strong connection na na-form namin actually during nung pandemic. So, ayun, siguro manifestation nito is, ayun, dahil yung ganong klaseng practices ay nababa din namin sa mga uh, actors nung iskot iska and nung nawawala. So, sila ay nag-join sa org namin recently and we are happy to announce. Wow! We're happy to announce that we have 40? 45. 45 new members sa org and considering the fact na 45th anniversary din namin this year, yun, it's a good juju. <laughs> Parang very good luck siya sa amin. Mm-hmm. So, ayun. Yeah, actually, biggest batch yun sa buong history yeah. ng Umal. So, kung babalikan natin yung sinabi kanina, nung pre-pandemic, we had problems with membership. Nung dumaan yun sa pandemic ngayon, naayos namin yung practices, naayos namin yung internals. And ngayon, we now have the biggest batch ever sa history ng Umal. Yeah. So, meron na tayo ng mga tools na kuha natin yun, nabuo natin yung best practices meron na tayo ngayon ng mga tao. So, limitless na ngayon yung potential. I, I, I'm very happy and very proud sa kung nasaan ng umal ngayon. I'm not saying na we have the pandemic to thank for that kasi yeah. mas napabilis pa sana to kung walang <laughs> naging pandemic. Walang naging magandang dating itong pandemic na ito. Pero it's about how uh, the organization coped through the quarantine period. Kaya ngayon, kung makikita natin yung artistics, yung performances, ito ay magkakasamang gigil sa mga hindi nagawa noon at excitement sa pagbalik sa uh, F2F, sa Los Baños. Makikita natin ngayon yung malakas na drive, yung passion ng mga uh, artista ng bayan at nag-reflect siya sa mga performances. Ayan, once again, it's not thank you to the pandemic. Yes, it's <laughs> nagawa siya despite of the pandemic. What can you say to theater artists or production houses that are still struggling to bounce back after the pandemic? Uh, siguro, theater is a collaboration. Sa isang cast, sa isang play, hindi lang iisa ang umaakte dyan. Oo, may mga one-man play, pero exception yun. Sige. <laughs> pero still, given that, hindi lang iisa ang artista na nag-play sa isang ano, uh, play. More than that, ang dami pang tao backstage na hindi nakikita sa stage. Ang dami makikita dyan, may iba't ibang committees, may mga production managers, stage managers. So we can say, theater is not a one-man, one-person job. It's a collaboration talaga. Kung nagsastruggle tayo to bounce back after the pandemic, 
let's just remember na kailangan nating uh, mag-cater at sumentro sa mga taong gumagalaw. Tulad nga ng ginawa ng uma, not to say that it's the best thing na uh, kailangan gawin or it's the only right answer to bouncing back after the pandemic. Pero ang ginawa ng umal ay naging collaboration siya ng lahat ng tao, yung mga na-experience pre-pandemic and yung mga pumasok during pandemic, nag-collaborate sila. Uh, nag-share sila ng best practices at yun yung naging paraan para maka-bounce back ang Umalohokan Incorporated after the pandemic. So if they're still struggling, maybe try looking at it sa uh, membership perspective. Look at the people. Look at the people na nagalaw sa loob ng theater house. Look at the other theater artists. It's a collaboration. Hindi ka talaga makaka-bounce back kung mag-isa mo lang nagagawin yan. Kelly and Kyle, where do you see Umalohokan any years from now? For me, sa part ng internals, I can see Umal thriving pagdating sa apprenticeship programs. So, um, nasabi... Nasabi namin kanina, if I'm not mistaken nga, na nagkaroon kami ng apprenticeship program during the pandemic. So, syempre, maganda din tong practice para hindi masaturate lang sa higher batches yung knowledge. Kailangan ibaba. And, and thankfully, nasimula namin nung pandemic. Hindi ulit namin nire-romantisize sa pandemic, pero ayun, we're thankful that we had that time to do that. And pagdating siguro sa labas, I can see umalohokan extending their reach, widening their reach to communities pa, not just UPLB. And ngayon, I believe we have talks with other community organiz- uh, community theater organizations outside the province. So, sana matuloy yun. Kasi, um, isang malaking karangalan na matutupad namin lalo yung advocacy namin to reach those nandun, to those marginalized, to those na mas kailangan ng ganitong klaseng um, form of um, creative form of advocacy. So, ayun. Yun yung sa akin. Sa'yo, Kai. Ayun. Uh, I, I agree. Y- yun talaga. The potential is limitless kung magpapatuloy lang yung tuloy-tuloy na paglago ng umal. Internally and externally mag-grow talaga. That is just simply amazing. I'm sure a lot of people are excited to witness Umalohokan grow and prosper as an organization and a cultivator of theater arts. Kaya thank you so much, Kelly and Kyle, for sharing this to us. It means a lot knowing na patuloy pa rin ang mga organisasyon gaya ng Umalohokan sa paglayo na pauna rin palalo ang sining sa Pilipinas. And would you look at the time? It seems we've run out of tapes for this episode, but it was certainly chat terrific. Again, maraming salamat Kelly at Kyle sa inyong oras na inilaan upang ibahagi ang inyong kaalaman at karanasan sa pagtriato. Thank you rin. Maraming salamat sa pag-invite. And you know, uh, I just want to say thank you then for providing also an avenue for us to con- to forward our advocacy pa. And ayun, thank you talaga. Thank you sa inyo. Alam nyo, isang malaking karangalan na makasama kayo sa podcast na ito. Kaya maraming salamat talaga. At baka you guys have any upcoming projects that you want to promote to our listeners? For every first time, nag-aano ng Iskut Iska ang Manokan Incorporated, yung spearhead niya ito. So this coming first time, sana makapanood kayo ng Iskut Iska 2023. Or kung kaya ninyo mag-volunteer kayo bilang prod staff dito, or kung freshy kayo napapasok sa UPLB, 
maging actor kayo dito. Uh, kilalanin ninyo mga advocacy, yung mga call to actions natin. Kilalanin ninyo ang Amalohokan Incorporated. And gusto ko din lang ibalik yung sinasabi namin kaninang struggle uh, about sa spaces para sa ating ano, uh, theater productions, ating theater students. Uh, supportahan natin ang local theater sa panonood and institutions. Sana ay mabigyan ng spaces talaga ang mga taong ito kasi ito uh, puso ang puhunan ng mga ito sa teatro. Ang nakakapagod siya sobra, ang daming kailangan ayusin, ang daming kailangan i-rehearse, daming kailangan pag-usapan. Sana ay matulungan natin ang mga taong ito by giving them spaces. Nakaka-excite naman! That's something our listeners will surely look forward to. This marks the end of this episode. Still chatterific during the pandemic. I just want to say a huge thank you to the production team of Performance Tapes and to Professor Madeline Garcia for giving us this opportunity to explore and immerse ourselves with the beauty of the art organizations here in Los Baños. Again, this is Pusa, your resident Chikadora, saying that you don't have to be perfect to be an artist. You just have to get on stage and perform your best. If you want to learn more about the art community in Los Baños, feel free to check our website for other episodes. This is free for all, so come one, come all!